Incredible. All righty. So oh. here's what I have. How oh. you doing? <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Can I Get You a Drink? My name is Dana. Today, my guest is Justin Miller, one of my first and closest friends from the University of Miami. Justin is a structural engineer and truly a beam of light. Today, we're giving you our opinions on the new Netflix movie, The Boys in the Band, as well as talking about skincare, drag race, and the city we love so much. I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, here is Justin Miller. Justin Miller. Dana Chidavong. Hello. Hello. What's up? How are you? What are you drinking? I am drinking the Montauk Pumpkin Ale. As am I. Thank you, uh, Amanda Waleko, if you're listening, for supplying my uh, beer. (laughs) Thank you, CVS, for for supplying my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Because I got it because it was on the way. Yes, we love Montauk. Oh, yeah, we love it. We love Montauk Brew. Great company. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great beer. Uh, cheers. Cheers. So, how are you? What are you up to? Um, literally nothing. <laughs> I, so, like, I just work and then I'm tired afterwards. So, I, like, we'll go on my phone and play, like, solitaire or something and then watch, like, some drag race either Holland's Drag Race, which, like, it's okay. Yeah. I'm still going to watch it because, like, I'm invested now. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm also invested. But then, like, I was listening to Race Chasers, so I've been re-watching season five. Gotcha. But, so, last month, we had, like, a challenge at work, which was, like, walk 100 miles to celebrate uh, 100 years of women's suffrage. So we all Mm -hmm. had to download this app that, like, tracked your steps and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I was checking it today, and the past week, my steps were at, like, a thousand steps per day, two thousand. One day it was like nine hundred, <laughs> oh, but it was no, also like Justin. raining. It was raining yeah, for so much okay. of the week, so I couldn't like get up early and like walk my dog and stuff. And mm-hmm. So my mom like did it later in the afternoon when it like wasn't raining mm-hmm. and I was just working. But I was like, wow, I'm like really not doing anything right now. <laughs> Although we did watch the movie, yeah. So which we will get to. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you learning about right now? Um, in general, or like, because I'm learning a lot at work, because while- Will you tell us what you do for work? Oh, I am a structural engineer at- Oh my god. Ladies, he's- um, Ladies. Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) We're laughing really hard because Justin doesn't like the ladies. I like the most people. I'm sorry. I am, I, that's like always my go-to line. Like, yeah. ladies, he's single. Like, <laughs> gentlemen, he's but single. I am, <laughs> I am the British word for cigarette. <laughs> I literally made it in my phone so that the F word, if I type it out, it autocorrects to the cigarette emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I just spilled my drink all over myself. That was oh my so God. funny. <laughs> 
all over my cute cream overalls. No. Oh well, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. It'll it's come fine, out, fine. right? Yeah, it'll come out. Okay. I'll make it come out. Uh, <laughs> I'll make it come out. <laughs> it is. I'm coming. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> but so. <laughs> what are you learning? Honestly, about? <laughs> what are you learning? About? One of the one of the projects I'm working on is an embassy one. Which is like really cool because I'm learning a lot about like how embassies are built and like all the other technical stuff because there's yeah. like, I mean, I'm on the structural side, but like part of our team is also like blast loading. So making sure that like if a car comes ramming in, the building's going to be okay. If there's like a bomb that goes off, the building is okay. Holy shit. So like, it's so cool. Yeah. But then pop culture wise, one thing I learned... <laughs> literally two days ago i didn't know this before mm -hmm. so you know like that snl skit where it's like all of them like shooting each other and then that mm, what you say no that's a you've never seen that skit before i probably have but i don't it's know the, it's so funny okay i didn't i learned a few days ago that it's a parody of something from the oc and my mind was just blown <laughs> because i didn't realize it was making fun of any, anything i thought it was like an original thing that they just were like pulled out of thin air yeah okay actually wait that I sounds learned. really familiar you know oh, what i you... learned the other day what thanks to my friend colleen edwards if you're listening to this danny devito directed matilda oh yeah you texted us that. i texted i texted him a group chat um and it blew my friggin' mind Blew my mind. I thought that was so sweet and so cute and so funny. <laughs> a man of many talents. Yeah, so many. Um, also, the fact that Danny um, autocorrected to Fanny in the group chat. I was like, I didn't even okay. notice when that happened. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but it was also I like, didn't. I didn't notice until after I sent it. We also were talking about this at like 8 a.m. I know because that's so what like, I learned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Happened in the shower, still like exhausted. Yeah. Whoopsies. Didn't take my steps that day, that morning. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone getting their steps in? Let's be honest. I hope. I hope someone is. I hope they're I hope people are at least doing better than me right now. <laughs> That's gonna be the sound right for this episode. I hope at least other people are doing better than me right now. <laughs> oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Speaking oh of boys, <laughs> you like and my segue? Are they in a band? <laughs> the boys in the band. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the boys in the band. Justin and I met freshman year of college at the University of Miami because we lived in the same building. Okay. And go Canes. Um, and immediately bonded over our love of musical theater and theater oh, yeah. in general. I think we immediately started talking about like rent. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We did. That's exactly how it happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we went on like a school trip to see Cabaret at the Adrian Arch Center. Incredible. So much fun. So much fun. Um, like and for free, which was fantastic. For free. My favorite flavor. Yes. My favorite <laughs> F word. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, our friendship has been rock solid ever since. Uh, fellow Long Islander, we just, Ooh. you know, just a couple, just a couple of kids who eventually want to live in live in the city one day for, for realties. Hopefully, <laughs> eventually, hopefully. 
<laughs> one day. Um, I'll probably be Justin Surrogate at one point, you know. <laughs> it's going to go yes. that far. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, The Boys in the Band is a play written by Mark Crowley. Premiered off-Broadway in 1968, got a Broadway revival for its 50th anniversary in 2018 and was recently made into a movie that is now on Netflix, directed by Joe Mantinello, starring Zachary Kinto, Jim Parsons, Matt Bomer, Charlie Carver, uh, Andrew Reynolds. Is Tuck Watkins Andrew Reynolds? Um, am I saying that right? Ra- Boyfriend funny? in real life? Is it Rennell or Rannell? I, th- I always thought it was Rannells. Rannells? Okay. At least that's what I've always been calling him. But me too. So like, I probably I should have it's... listened to an interview like this if I was a real professional. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You are. Huh? You are a real professional. I'm sitting in my parents' basement, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor in my parents' basement recording this. Uh, anyways, Andrew Reynolds, Tuck Watkins, which I be- who I believe is Andrew Reynolds' real life. Boy toy, right? Um, Michael Benjamin Um, Washington, Brian Hutchinson, uh, produced by Ryan Murphy. We stand. We stand. So to shake things up, Justin and I are going to provide you with our review of the film adaptation of The Boys in the Band, which I think is the second film adaptation that's been done. The first one, I think, was done in 1970. And I think it was also with the original cast. Yes. Yes. And I think uh, Jim part, a a couple of the people who were in this new. Oh, the entire cast, I think was. What was um, it? The entire cast that was. Let me double check before I'm just. Okay. No, I knew it was like a large chunk of them. Yeah. I knew it was a large chunk of them, but I wasn't sure if it was all of them um, who were in the Broadway revival and then got translated to to um the screen oh robin de jesus is also somebody oh, yes. mentioned that was that and he was nominated for a tony and oh. all the actors in the 2018 production are all openly gay we love to see it and i think that everyone in the um film was in the cast in 2018 oh amazing amazing so justin will you provide us without any big spoilers will you provide us with a brief synopsis of the boys in the band so pretty much it's this gaggle (laughs) coming together to celebrate zachary kunto's character's birthday Mm -hmm. he's turning 30 something right yeah they're all 30 something i'd say safely and uh, it starts off like fun and light and then it just gets like very deep very quickly mm-hmm. there's also like a surprise guest which is jim parsons characters like roommate from college who okay. is straight and has a wife but there's like hints at maybe he isn't yeah but he shows up and then there's all this other stuff going on yeah but it's like a very interesting group of people very eclectic yeah i think but he, the he, night just devolves it's like what i think was there six or seven of them I think seven it was like seven gay men and then like the one straight guy that got invited to the party (laughs) yeah well so there's harold whose birthday it was Mm -hmm. um the cowboy which was the um that's um the sex worker 
Charlie Carver. Yes. Yes. And then uh, the six friends. So Michael, uh, mm-hmm. who's Jim Parsons. Donald, which was Matt Bomer. Uh, Bernard, who played Bernard. Oh, yeah. Michael Benjamin remember. Washington. Yes. Uh, then Emery, who's, uh, oh my God, I'm literally forgetting everyone's name. I'm horrible. It's okay. Emery um, was Robin De Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Larry was Andrew Rannells. And then Hank was Tuck? Tuck Watkins, yeah. And then the roommate, old roommate was Alan McCarthy, who was played by... Brian oh Hutchinson. God. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have it written down. That's why I'm... Okay. <laughs> I'm literally like... I have the Wikipedia page. I'll just be like, wait, let me make sure I'm not spouting lies right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Matt Bomer was... Was um, Harold. No. Oh, no, he was Donald. I thought I said that. No, you said Harold, Zachary Kinto. But didn't I say Donald after was Matt Bomer? Did you? I don't know. I wasn't Maybe. <laughs> Listeners, I mean, I was know. listening, but I wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, now you Just know. Text, if you have my number, text me. Just be like, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Stop lying to us. So what were your initial reactions? Um, I mean, as it started, both of us noticed it actually because we did the Netflix party with our friend Reagan, whose room we actually met in. Yes. <laughs> and yes, then, very true. um... My first thought was like, this literally reads like a play and I love this because one of my like problems with a lot of movie ad- adaptations of like plays or musicals and stuff mm-hmm. is that they change it too much to the point yeah. where it like loses its pizzazz. Yeah. For lack it of- like loses that like essence of theater magic that it should have. Yeah. So, like, that was one of the things that I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Also, just, like, I mean, I didn't see the play. I could not afford to see the play. I wish I yeah, got to see it. We're broke I, bitches. <laughs> and Peter is elitist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally entered that lottery every single day. I was home for break and just never won. And then I was also entering that show with Michael Sarah and Chris Evans at the time. Yeah. Because, like who wouldn't want to see the two of them on stage right but, like lost that too but i mean i didn't see the actual play but i assume like the entire opening scenes of when they were like going about and like showing all of them in their different areas in new york city and stuff i doubt that was in the actual play it could have been if someone listening has seen it let me know yeah let us I honestly know don't that know. Worked yeah out. but like i thought that was really cool getting to see like lgbt life in the 60s a little bit even though like yeah. i'm sure it was not the most accurate, but, like, at one point they were at Julius's, which was known for being, like, a gay bar even mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. then. It's still open. They almost shut down, but they're still running. People donated. I don't need to go fund me because it's, like, one of the oldest gay bars in the city. Right, right. And also, like, they're open late, so it's good munchies food after going oh, out. Oh, for sure. But, like, they showed that there. They showed different parts of the city, like, it was just cool. And also, I know, like, this came out in 1968, where, like, the start of the LGBT, like, rights movement started in the 60s and, like, the 50s and stuff, and probably mm-hmm. earlier, too. But it wasn't, like, on the forefront. So I know this was, like, very at the time. Yeah. And, like, I also know one of the complaints of it is, like, people say, oh, they're self-hating. But, like... What, what else are you I supposed think it, to do? Yeah. I mean, I 
feel like most of that also comes from like because some of them were out and proud. Yeah. But I feel like also sort of some of that comes from like them using the F word a lot. Mm-hmm. But like the way that I looked at it, I could be completely off right now, but this is the way I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Just from like how me and my friends live our lives, but like mm-hmm. it could have been a sort of reclaiming of the word sort of thing. Right. Who knows if that even was a thing back then? It might not have been, mm-hmm. but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but like that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But overall, I liked it. It devolved very quickly, and Jim Parsons' character was a shit stirrer, which like I was sort of here for, but at the same time, it was like. <laughs> yeah it gets really without giving too much away it gets really intense pretty quickly and like a lot faster than i thought it was going to and then like (laughs) the last like i want to say like two-thirds of the film i was like oh my god these gays are ruthless they're ruthless (laughs) like i would not survive in that room my thin my skin is too thin (laughs) I don't know if I would be able to. I feel like I'm going to try. I would have tried to, like, make some jabs back, but who knows. But, like, I read the Wikipedia article after. Well, at one point I, like, brought it up because I was like, okay, I need to, like, remember who these characters are, what everything is going on. And for Jim Parsons' character, when it said Michael is Harold's, like, smarty groomed frenemy and a host, I was like, wait, they're frenemies? They seem like good friends. But that was until Harold showed up at the party and, like, a foot. It's like a... It, a, a switch, a switch just, flip, just flipped. Yeah. And the entire vibe just changed. Yeah. I like, will say that the beginning, like that opening montage was very much just like a love letter to New York. Yes. And that's, and I think that was one of the first things I said was oh, yeah. to, to you. I was like, oh my God, I love this city. Like I love, yeah. I miss it. I miss it so much. Um, and I haven't been back in like 10 months now, which is crazy. I want to say same, but I need to do the math. <laughs> Wait, seven. Seven months. That's a long time. I was there for an interview in March for the place I'm now out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the costumes were stunning. They were so that part. Just on point, true to the time period, and just like the the costumes combined with the set were just so oh my god cohesive and i don't know whenever something has like ryan murphy's like little touch on it there's something about it that i don't know what it is i can't like put my finger on it but i just know i'm like yeah that's ryan murphy oh yeah and like, i i can't i can't figure life. out what it is but is it like the way it's could, directed and stuff or is it could be it the like, way it's shot could be the way but it was directed by someone totally different yeah and it's like i watched like i was, watched it and i'm like i know that's ryan murphy yeah so i don't know i don't know i don't have the language to describe what it is same <laughs> and but i like, would probably I have to watch it once or once or twice more but it was just the whole thing I was just mentally stunning. do that yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to drink a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Like, after you texted, like, wow, I feel vulnerable. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Same. I mean, yeah, like, the set. I mean, the acting was also incredible. But, like, also all these people were in the Broadway show. And, like, if you're on Broadway and you're in a play like that, you have to be good. 
the timing of the lines, like the cadence in, the, in which the lines were delivered was just so impeccable and so perfect. It's like the only way that could have happened is if you were on a stage. On a stage. Yeah. That's the only way. And like you had rehearsed it like that. Like that is the only way you can achieve it like that. There's no other way. Oh, yeah. And like, like I said before, that's one of the reasons why I thought this was such a like strong version of a play that's like yeah. been turned into a movie that like mm-hmm. wasn't just a pro shoot right right and it was just so perfectly cast oh my god it was so perfectly like you could not like you it's un you can't touch it when zachary quinto's character came in with the jufro i was like oh my god <laughs> that was the first thing you wrote in the group chat you were because like that's saw- a jewish man yeah <laughs> Because all you saw was a silhouette, and I was like, oh, wow. That is a Jufro if I have seen one. Yeah. If you, I'm like, Jewish, by the way. For those who don't know me, I am, <laughs> I am the Just a token gay Jew. <laughs> like, I'll drink um, to that. He's, Justin is in the same group of friends that Jared and I are in, if you've been listening to this podcast. Um, and to give you a taste of our group chat, Jared is the only straight man. <laughs> well, other than me and Jared, we're the only two guys. You're the you're only two guys, but it's also like we rag on straight white men all the time. And Jared's like, but, but, but. I'm like, obviously I'm like, not, not you, Jared. <laughs> is there anything you think they could have done differently? Or that would you um, like have seen done differently in the movie? As if we've seen it on stage. We haven't, but. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure I would have very different opinions. Like, I'm assuming the ending was, like, probably different in the show Mm. than it was in the film. Yeah. Because it was a little, like, up to interpretation. Right. It might have been a little more, like, I mean, who knows? It could have ended with, like, the last time with him, with Jim Parsons' character, like, leaving the apartment. Mm -hmm. It was probably where it ended in the show. And they didn't have, like, the montage of, like, what everyone else is doing at the time. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. More peen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, as we were preparing for this episode, I asked Justin, and I was like, should we have like, should we like give different like rankings or um score like award should we award scores to um like different elements like costume and set and the score and whatever and he was like well okay costumes are wearing tight pants so that's a 10 (laughs) (laughs) and i was like touche my friend touche i'll drink to that god <laughs> tushy. Tushy. do you have a favorite line that you remembered or that stand stands out from the movie or do we need to watch Ooh. it again i might need to watch it again because it's been a minute um i like but when emery comes out. out literally comes out of the closet oh my god <laughs> steps out of the closet and he's like mary get me out of here these queens are crazy <laughs> that was so good so funny so funny the next I- thing- other lines that also stuck out to me, like when the cowboy was like, Oh, I try to do these like little things like this so I feel less like a whore. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> this character. <laughs> like, 
I was not expecting that from the character because it was like yeah. the ditzy himbo, for lack of better terms. Right. <laughs> like. But he was so funny and was just like, he could have been the the comic relief, but he was also the punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just felt moments where I'm just like, I'm like, oh, poor baby. But then I'm also like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> But then, like, the lines, like, the, oh, I like to do, like, little things like this, so I feel less like a whore. I'm just like, oh. Maybe. There's depth to this character. Yes. Matt Bomer was phenomenal. So I love him. Also, one thing I didn't know until I, like, read the Wikipedia page of the articles, Mm -hmm. Matt Bomer's character was apparently Jim Parsons' boyfriend in the show. Like, it wasn't clear at all, but here it says, Donald is Michael's conflicted boyfriend who has moved from the city to the Hamptons to spurn the homosexual life, quote-unquote lifestyle and is <laughs> undergoing psychoanalysis. He has wholesome American good looks. <laughs> and that part is in quotes. I think after this, I want to read the play. That I feel like that is definitely a good idea. Yeah. I might do I'm, the same. I'm going like, to read the play. And I, maybe I should have done that before recording this podcast episode, but there was no way it was going to happen in that Same. time frame. Um, but I just thought that they were, like, friends with benefits, maybe. That's what I got. At most. Like, at absolute most. They were, yeah. like, friends that had, like, hooked up before, but then we're just, they were just, like, oh, like, we're just better off as friends. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of people like that. Yeah. We all do. We all do. Hey, man. Sometimes, like... You need to, like, go get a drink together. Sometimes you need to go make out. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, when I read that part, I realized, like, later on when there's, like, certain things, when he was like, oh, will I see you next Saturday? Like, little yeah. lines here and there, which, like, it made more sense after hearing that. Right. But, it's but still, like, like, you don't understand where he's field. coming from. Yeah. yeah. Like, at the beginning of the film, I don't think it's ever established, like, where he's coming from and why he doesn't live in the city. And why he has a car. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think he... Yeah, these gays can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite stereotype. But, like, I literally just drove to the Berkshires and back. How do you? My God, the foliage? Incredible. Oh, I want to like, Listen... I have some pictures. I can text them to you. Okay. But, like, also, like, I listened to some folklore on the way. It was great. Um, Listening to Betty while, like, the leaves were falling. Incredible. You were just living your best cottagecore life, let me just say. Like, was up at a friend's lake house for a friend's birthday. There was four of us for everyone listening. We wore masks. We were distance. Yeah. Tried to stay safe as possible. But, like, it was our friend's 29th birthday. So, like... We had to. Yeah. We had to do yeah. something. Right. Even if it was like quick. We wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. It was also so fucking cold. It was so yeah. cold. It dipped into the 30s last night. There was a frost <gasps> advisory. Oh my God. Terrifying. Yeah. But, uh, all right. But yeah, that was never mentioned with like why he had a car. I think they might have mentioned it like very quickly in the beginning. But I think we were like that was when we were very much using the group chat message like feature on Netflix party now teleparty, and for those listening, they don't sponsor this. They should because we're about to get them Honestly, some free advertising. Yeah, 
for real. Because Netflix Party now works for Disney Plus, Hulu, uh, HBO Max, and HBO Go, as well as Netflix. Yeah. So, like... They, like, literally just solved all, all of our problems. Literally. Because, like, going back to Drag Race, um, like, the amount of people I got into it, but, like, they want to watch with me. Mm. So they just, like... My friend Money, like, literally texts me, like, a string of thoughts as she's watching it. And it's, like, so much fun because it's, like, I'm, like, reliving watching the episode, but I'm not watching it. But now that they have that, I'm just, like, start your engine. May the best woman win. (laughs) For those who did not, well, cannot see, and for those who watch the show, you know when RuPaul is, like, going on the runway, it's, like, this week's challenge is yada, yada, yada. Uh... Gentlemen, start your engines and may the best woman win and puts the arm up. I did the arm thing. <laughs> but yeah, so we were like very active in that part because we're still at the beginning of the movie and we're like, yeah, we're going to discuss as we're going. And then we just got sucked in. Oh, we yeah. We might have like missed the line. So we probably should Maybe. read the play. <laughs> I, I heard the word analyst throwing around. It was like, oh, yeah. Like, some I don't know. It's, there was something about an analyst in there, or hiring an analyst, or like uh, Donald is Michael's analyst. I don't know if that's like a double entendre of some sort, and they're hinting at something. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not that smart. Um, <laughs> Same. Uh, that went over Same. my head. I'm not, if, I, if it yeah. did, it went over my head. I was like, do they mean therapist? Like, yeah, I. I Okay, Justin, we've arrived yes. at the part of the episode called 20-something questions for a 20-something. So another one of the things I liked about the movie was, and one of the things I like was reading about was, this stuff wasn't really talked about. It was like still on the fringes of society. Mm-hmm. And like this came out in 1968. And mm-hmm. something else that came out in 1968 is a documentary called The Queen. And have you watched it yet or? No. Where is it? Where can we find it? I think it's still on Netflix. Okay. It should still be. Hold on me. It's, yes, it's still on Netflix. So basically it's about like an early drag pageant going on in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it's just going through like the people who are at it, going through like all that stuff and um, going through like rehearsing and performing and like. The contestants are just talking with each other. It's kind of just like an extended conversation almost at points mm-hmm. where people are talking about like sexual identity, sex change operations, trans identities, and like for other people being a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Um, like you have, well, one extremely famous person in there is Crystal LaBeja, <laughs> who is the founder of the House of LaBeja, who, and I'm pretty sure she's the one who started the house system in ballroom amazing and incredible and like so such a critical part of it that it's just kind of like how did this even start you know what i mean and like some people have the rumor i mean like while drag balls and stuff were like a thing for a while and like there were specific ones for the black and latinx community Mm -hmm. a lot of people some people say like the end of this movie is when like ballroom started to become more of a thing especially with like the only like black and latinx balls and stuff because can i spoil something or not really please should i not so there was this one the person who won the pageant Mm -hmm. was this like completely new queen who like 
clearly should not have won in Crystal Abeja. Like, I think she came in second or third at the time. She was top five. Right. It's been a minute since I watched this, mm-hmm. but she's like pissed off because it was clearly rigged in this queen's favor because it was like this young, skinny white boy or oh. white girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a queen. I don't remember. I'm very sorry to the queen, Rachel, if I am misgendering you. I apologize. But like, um, Crystal is pissed off and like knew that it was rigged. So some people like say that after that pageant, they were like, you know, we're going to do one that like isn't rigged. That's literally for us. Right. So it's for our community so we can actually win shit and show off what we can do. Right. And that's like what a lot of people in a lot of um, black and brown and other people of color have to do. It's like when people will work hard to keep you out, you have to make your own space and a space where you can exist just as you and not have to code switch or put yourself through a filter. Yeah. So I can, you know, it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. But yeah, highly recommend the Queen and also Paris is Burning, but there is the problem of like a lot yeah. of people in it not being credited. Right, right. I don't know if they ever got their money. I hope they did, but I know there's like some people, so many people that were in that passed away because it was like at the height of the AIDS crisis. Yeah, yeah. I know you see like, like at the end of the credits, you see um, like almost like an in memoriam. Yeah. Of like all the people it's dedicated well, I mean, to. It was for, well, there's also the Venus extravaganza because she was literally murdered during filming. Right, right, right. Any other movies, documentaries, TV shows, specifically um, centering on queer life that you would suggest pose. to any? Oh, Pose. 100%. Yes, Pose. So good. <laughs> yes. Um, my recommendation is the Marsha P. Johnson documentary. Oh my God, yes. Which is heartbreaking, uh, but mm. so important because Marsha P. Johnson threw the first brick at Stonewall. Um, mm-hmm. um, I watched Eastsiders last year, which was like interesting. It like started off as a web series, but like centers around this one couple who like one of the people cheats on the other than like the second season they start going to like an open relationship and exploring that oh it's interesting i liked it where where can we find it i think it's on netflix it should still be there okay um obviously disclosure is a super important one. Oh yeah oh I um, want, that was so about good. trans visibility that was so good oh um, um for anyone who hasn't watched it uh to wong fu to wong fu thank you for everything julie newmar fantastic Wait, have you ever watched it? No. It's on Netflix also. It should what? still be there. I hope it's still there. It's still there. Thank God. But it's like Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes. Like, it's one of those like gay road trip movies like Priscilla. But like also very different than Priscilla. Too long food things for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Julie Newmar. Oh, it is. I'm adding this to my list. Okay. But like, I mean, in the opening scene, it's like a drag pageant. And uh, RuPaul is actually in it, and he's, or she is the, um, like, previous winner, and the queen's name is Rachel Tensions, and RuPaul is wearing, like, a Confederate flag dress because of the name. 
which was like honestly <laughs> iconic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, this movie is, I think, from like, hold on, it's from ninety-five. 90, yes, I wanted to say ninety-six, but it was a ninety-six or ninety-one. But I knew both of those were wrong. <laughs> and then Priscilla was was Priscilla. Priscilla was 94. Okay. Did you ever watch that one? No, I still haven't seen Priscilla. I watched it for the first time um, a few months ago, and I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, you can tell it's from a while ago, but, like, yeah. I mean, I liked it. I just rented it off YouTube for, like, $4. Justin. Yes? We've arrived at the segment I like to call 20-something questions for a 20-something. Are you ready? I am. (laughs) (laughs) Who would play you in the movie of your life? Oh, God. Um, I really have no clue. Is it going to be one actor throughout the entire thing? Or is it, like, going to change around? I mean, I usually ask. uh, Like, one actor. Okay. Unless Um, you have someone that you would like to play, like, older you. Well, I don't know what I'm going to look like an older me and who's going to be still, still be a celebrity at that point. That's true. Um, I'm trying to think. For, like, older me, I feel like Logan Lerman would be awesome just because he needs to, like, he would be amazing. Maybe, hopefully. For um, younger me... I feel like the there aren't that many people who are like around our age that look yeah. vaguely like me. Except for like Timothy Chalamet, which I don't know how I'd feel about him <laughs> playing me in the movie of my life. I mean Wait. the movie of your life has already been made. <laughs> At that point with Timothy yeah. Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Speaking of which, do you know anyone or do you know of anyone or have friends of friends? Who got chlamydia from Timothy Chalamet? I do not. Do I'm you? pretty sure. I think I do. Oh my god! One of my god. friends who went to NYU said, like, a friend of a friend got it from him. For those like of honestly, listening. props to them. Yeah, way to go! All you have to do is take a pill, and you're good. Yeah. For those of you listening who don't know, Timothy Chalamet allegedly uh, started a chlamydia outbreak at NYU. <laughs> Which I mean, good for him, I guess. Honestly. Um, but uh, Fox. Be safe, y'all. Honest, yeah. Please use protection. What jukebox musical would you like to see made? Um. Ooh. Is it for a specific artist or an album or like? Whatever just you in want. In general. In general, whatever you want. Um. I feel like one. For Lord's melodrama would be incredible. So good. Because like it already somewhat tells a story. Right. Like it would be so good. It would be so good. Oh, I see it now. Okay. Another one another keeping on the pop music one. I feel some people talk about like a Taylor Swift one. Mm-hmm. Which like I don't know where any of the songs would go, except for like whoever the villain is, the arc of, like, where they're going and, like, make you feel for them would definitely be, I just did something bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. But melodrama for sure. Oh, 100%. Would be so good. <laughs> what musical do you think should transi- transition to screen? Ooh. It's a really tough one. Um, one that isn't already in the works, right? Right. Um, there's so many shows that I would love them to do. But because of the setup of the show, I don't know how it would happen. Like, Hedwig and the Angry Inch is one of my favorite shows of all time. And the movie is, like, still amazing. Right. But it's very different because the premise of the show is that, like, you're at a rock concert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just Hedwig on stage telling you the story. Right. And, like, playing every character pretty much. Except mm-hmm. for, like, Yitzhak, who's there, and then the band. Right. But like, the movie made, like, these characters real. And, like, there was actual dialogue. So it, like, was different but still good. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, I would also love to see Once in this Island, but I don't know if anything can beat, like, The Circle in the Square, which I don't know how you translate that to film, which we saw together. Yeah, we did see together. We both ugly cried. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But then also, like, Hades Town would be so cool live. Oh, it would be so cool. Like, I don't know. There's so many shows I wish I could just do, like, a pro shoot and put it on the screen. Yeah. But I guess, like, I think it could come to the uh, Come From Away movie, or... I don't know. That was going to be, like, that's, my... Yeah. That's my... Like, that's what I would like to see translated to screen. Because I feel like that could also be, like, a huge Oscar film also. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, it was also so good. Yeah. So good. What is the most recent hobby you've gotten into? Um, I mean, over the summer, I started baking sourdough, but that's something I've been wanting to do forever since, like, I've literally always baked. Mm-hmm. Like, I was president of Hall for Hunger in college, mm-hmm. but, I mean, something I started a little bit in college and stopped, but then got back into was knitting. Oh, oh wait. I haven't my gosh. worked on it in a hot second because work got busy, but, ooh. Sorry for everyone having to hear that. I'm stretching over to grab the blanket I'm currently working on. It's so beautiful. Thank you. The colors are so pretty. And like the yarn is so soft too. Oh, I can't wait to see it when it's done. You will be one of the first people to ship. I'm sure once I'm done, I'm going to like text a group chat and be like, guys. (laughs) Justin and I are both cancers. Both little like betty homemakers like we love to bake we love to knit we love hosting we love food and it's just it's the thing we bond over we love baking bread we love gardening um (laughs) also the day when we went to well we were wandering the city in january and then just like ate so much oh my god yeah big time foodies justin and i i told you y'all this friendship Rock solid. I will carry oh, yes. his children one day. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be a test too, baby. Oh, hone, hone, hone. <laughs> wait. Okay. Wait, story time. Watch? Story time. Wait. Go. What'd you say? Did you watch season twelve yet of Drag Race or no? Just all. No. So, on season twelve, there was a New York a New York queen named Nikki Doll who's from uh, France. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think she she grew up in Morocco, but I think she was from Paris, then moved to New York. Gotcha. Um, but in like the first episode, I'm pretty sure sure she was like, "No one from Paris is." Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and, 
Um, but story time. Story time. Justin and I were out to brunch at the butcher's daughter, as we do. Um, drinking lattes, getting bowls. And so I went to place my order and I was like, hey, can I do no egg but add avocado? And he was like, let me do you a solid. Because Justin wanted to add an egg to his bowl. Um, and I don't eat eggs. So he was just like, let me do you a solid. I'm not going to charge your friend extra for his egg. I'm going to put your egg on the side and you just give him your egg. And I was like, oh, okay. That's so smart. Thank you. And then I look at Justin and I go, you can have my eggs any day. (laughs) (laughs) An iconic moment in history. An iconic moment. A cultural reset. Cultural reset. Period. Period. Uh, (laughs) Next question. <laughs> How do you take your coffee? Um, iced. <laughs> because I'm always warm. <laughs> um, I'm always warm. But I usually add, like, French vanilla sugar to fuel my French vanilla fantasy. And then, mm-hmm. like, no, French vanilla creamer. And then sometimes a little bit of sugar, too, just to, like, be a little more sweet. Mm-hmm. And also, like, give me a little bit more energy. Although, I don't know if that's ne- honestly necessary. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, like, I like the taste. But like, we do it. Listen, we're here for a good time, not a long time, okay? <laughs> you have to hold on to the things that give you joy. Favorite form of self-care? Ooh. Um, eating. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or, like, even just taking a nap, although also skincare, because, like, Oh, we could talk about skincare for days. For days. Literally. Lit rally. (laughs) Lit rally. Literally. Lit (laughs) truly. Speaking of words, when you like spell it out, (laughs) how it sounds, but how it's spelled on Twitter. Yeah. Interesting. 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 (laughs) And my favorite one is like. The French word for yes, the O U I apostrophe D. Weed. <laughs> I know. It's always my favorite when people on TikTok like um, do like closed captioning, which you should. Everybody should be doing closed oh, captioning. For sure. But yes. like, obviously, I can't say weed. So we spell it weed. Weed. <laughs> yes, skincare. We love skincare. It's like, literally, you knew me throughout college. Yes. My skin was a mess. Yes. Because I also, like, literally did nothing. I would forget to wash my face to begin with. And, like, engineering school made me stressed. And in Miami, I was sweaty. Stressed. DT. Yeah. As the sorority girls would say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) My sister was an SDG, and we would, like, make the jokes all the time with adding the DT at the end. (laughs) Um, like she would make fun of it all the time, so I would just hop right in. Oh, um, but, but yeah, and Miami was hot, so I was sweaty all the time. Right. So like, I, my face would just break out. I wore concealer sometimes when I remember to do so, mm-hmm. but sometimes it would just sweat right off. Yeah, <laughs> it was a mess. Although literally, my so. 
this past year for grad school was the first time when like I didn't feel too warm mm-hmm. I still like felt humid and stuff but it wasn't like as bad as it was in the past mm-hmm. and I realized that was because of like after taking glass blowing my heat receptors were just destroyed oh no <laughs> because I'm staying in front of like a 900 like a thousand degree gl- um furnace where like right grab the glass from mm-hmm. and then the reheating chambers also call it the glory holes <laughs> were like 950 or 980 degrees fahrenheit and like literally just standing in front of those after a while like it doesn't feel as hot right and like there was this one time um when i was cooking something and i had to preheat the oven to like 400 or like 450 or something mm-hmm. i forgot what it was but it was like a hot oven and when i opened it up it just felt like a warm breeze so i had to like ask my roommate i was like this is hot right oh my gosh Justin. i wasn't gonna touch the metal but like it felt like a warm breeze i was not gonna touch the metal but it felt like a warm breeze so i was like can you just like tell me if this actually feels warm or not yeah grad school you weren't as hot you didn't feel as hot no surprisingly what was the question again how did we get to here <laughs> all right skincare skincare <laughs> <laughs> we get to this point i i i had to i had to think too so you're fine um <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is how all of our conversations go <laughs> justin and i sit in the car and we have kim Petras on obviously um and kimberly <laughs> and we forget what we're talking about all the time <laughs> anyways skincare <laughs> yeah but yeah so when i started getting into then like actually washing my face and doing stuff like and I noticed a difference. I just felt more confident. Yeah. Like, I know it isn't everything. I still get, like, zits here and there. But, like, it isn't as noticeable. Noticeable. I mean, I still, like, notice it. But I'm just, like, this could be much worse. Right. Right. But I'm happy about it. And it's, to- it's just, like, a nice ritual to get into. Like, I look forward to, like, my skincare routine in the morning. Yeah. And at night, like, I like I can go to bed knowing, like, oh, like, I did something for myself today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although, um, at one point over the summer, I felt like I started to get into the toxic side of it. Because even, like, just little lines from, like, smiling and, like, wrinkles and stuff, I was like, how can I get rid of these? But it's just, like... It's like it's not yeah, it's not that it's much life. of a problem. And I like had to get myself out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. I know like, I'm very much in a space right now where I'm like obviously like want to do what I can to protect my skin from premature wrinkles and aging. Yeah. Um and I do that with SPF and a physical protectant. Um but I'm also like aging is gonna happen. I'm getting yeah. older. Like Stuff like this happens. I'm going to lose some elasticity. Yeah. It's a part of life, you know? And Good. it's like, I'm not going to go to the ends of the earth to stop it from happening. It's just mm-hmm. taking care of the skin I have now. Yes. And that is my focus. Although one of the other things I'm not excited about with getting older is when the Twinks on Grinders start calling you daddy, which it oh, has already honey. started happening. <gasps> Shortly after, no. my 20, shortly after my 22nd birthday, some 18-year-old twink on Grinder messaged me, started the message with, hey, daddy. And I responded, sir, I am 22. <laughs> You're like fresh out of college at 22. Yeah, I literally just finished undergrad at that point. About to like, well, I already technically started my master's because I did the five-year program. For those who are thinking about doing a five-year program, they're worth it, but it's also very stressful. But Yeah. 
so Y'all, yeah, I was literally nobody called Justin them. Daddy until he's like at least forty. Okay. Oh my God, in the gay world, world it's like thirty, and it's really uncomfortable. No, like my friend was joking I around, like and it's like, I know my friend will, who literally just turned twenty nine, was just like, soon people are gonna start calling me Daddy, and it's gonna make me uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, I, Yucky. I'm not looking forward to that. Yucky. Yeah. What is your holy grail skincare product? Um, I mean, I always love the Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, when I'm in the shower in the morning and using it, it's just, like, a nice thing to feel on my face. Yeah. Nice. And, like, I don't know. And then I also use, like, a toner just because, like, acne and stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to exfoliate, baby. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I don't have a holy grail. I just, like, kind of stick to my thing and, like, hope for the best. Yeah, you're very much someone you're, like, I know what I like. Yeah. But, like, I also know that everyone is different. So, no different products will, like, work for different people. So, whenever mm-hmm. someone asks me, like, oh, what do you use? I'm always just, like, this is what I do. But, like, keep in mind, this is what works for me. might not work for you. Right. Right. Like, there are a couple products that, like, I... Like, I'm still trying to decide if I like the Glossier solution. You know what I mean? I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've been using it for, like, over a year now. But, like, I noticed a difference in my skin, but, like, only after a while. Like, mm-hmm. it was a gradual thing. It's not, like, something mm-hmm. that happens overnight. Yeah. But, like, I still like it. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's always, like, the cult products, like, The Ordinary that everybody yeah. loves. Like, the... um exfoliating solution what is it i have not used that in a hot minute i haven't either i've used it maybe twice now um and the first time i was like why does it burn yeah (laughs) the second time was a lot better like i got it over the summer then like i was walking a lot over the summer and then just like sitting outside on the porch so like there are times when i got sunburned so i couldn't use it and you're only supposed to use it like once a week but like there's also some people that are like yeah only use it like once every two weeks or once a month. Yeah. And then I just, like, kind of started forgetting to use it. Right. Right. Yeah. I haven't done my night routine in, like, a hot minute either. That was me last week. I had not done my – I did my night routine for the first time last night in, like, a week. It's been, like, a couple weeks for me. I mean, it happens. Like, the days where I don't wear makeup, I'm just like, I'll just go to bed. You know what I mean? Um, I also haven't been wearing, like, as much concealer because also I'm not leaving my home. Right. And, like, on the work calls, you can't really see anything. And if it's that bad, it's just, like, oh, well. Plus, they have, like, that, that, like, beauty filter on on Zoom now. So it's just kind of, like, and it, like, doesn't really do anything. It, like, makes your screen a little bit brighter and, like. Just like the ve- the slightest bit of blurring, so it's like not a major difference. Yeah, where it's like I look like a totally different person. It's just like a slight difference, but like enough to make me feel like okay, I could hop on this call without makeup right now. Exactly. What's your go-to drink when you go out? Um, I usually try to do something tequila-based mm-hmm. because whiskey makes me tired, and then like yeah. vodka is a hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm doing tequila, tequila ginger ale, incredible. Ooh. It is incredible. And like, try that. So many people, listen, like, when I say that, they're like, what the fuck, ew. And I'm like, 
no, 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 no. Don't knock it till you try it. It is so good because like it has the flavor and it like works really well with the flavor of tequila. Mm-hmm. Favorite it's place so to go out in the city. You know this answer. <laughs> um, I mean, Marie's Crisis is still one of my like favorite places. Right. And for those who don't know, it's this bar in Grove Street, tiny piano bar, where all they play is show tunes and you're encouraged to sing along, no matter if you sound good or not. And it is so much fun. I have not felt that safe in a bar. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever, ever. It's just like a homey feeling. It is so homey and so cozy. And yeah. we also went around the holiday season and it was so fun. Oh my God, yes. It was great. I love it. Best date you've been on? Best date? Ooh. Um, that's really difficult because like... There... I don't know. It's hard. Because, like, there's some that are, like, really good, but it's, like, just because the conversation was good. Yeah. Not, like, having to do the location or anything, just, like, because it was good conversation and, like, being with the person. Mm-hmm. But there's others where it's, like, it's been at a place with amazing food and everything is great, but the person was just boring. Yeah. So it really depends. But, like, some of the ones up there were, like, it was like eating outside and during the city during the summer. There's a few of those that are like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because I don't want to like say specific ones in case someone that it was with listens. and then, Or like someone else. I mean, there's also been ones that are like hikes that have been fun. Yeah. But like I want to keep it vague. Just in case like someone listens to like, oh, this wasn't one of them. <laughs> and it's like. I probably was. I'm just, like, not remembering it at the moment. Right. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah. Um, do you have any bad date stories? I'm trying to think. There's probably some that I haven't blocked out of my mind. Or I just forgot about. <laughs> because, like, there's somewhere if it's just bad, I'm just like, eh. And then, like, you just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. There's literally, okay, there's this one person in Miami who, like, Literally, we talked on and off for a solid year at that point, like on Grindr. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I wasn't expecting anything from it. But like, when we finally met up, it was like in October, November of like last year. Mm-hmm. We went to, um, whatchamacallit, um, we went to one bar in the Grove. And afterwards, we went to Green Street and like drank there for a bit because like, it was a lot less crowded because there was right. like wrestling going on. The other place ended up being a sports bar after a certain hour. Whoa. And, like, it was very crowded. So we are like, yeah. let's go to Green Street. And then, like, getting him to talk about things was, like, pulling teeth. But, Ugh. like, I guess there's a lot of guys like that. Because once I got him to, like, start talking about things, mm-hmm. he, like, didn't stop. Yeah. But, like, it felt like it was pulling teeth. I hate that. Uh, what is your opening line uh, when you message someone on a dating app i mean i usually don't do a pickup line if there's something in their profile that like i want to comment on then yeah. i'll make a comment on that like recently there was someone who had rebecca moore who's one of the cock destroyers in one of their pictures so i was like is that mrs rebecca moore <laughs> and then when they responded yes sir it's like hinged on a like 
I always like or comment one of their like questions or responses instead of a picture. But if not, right. I'll start the conversation with like the, hey, how are you? Like just something simple. Right. And if they don't want to respond, then fuck them. Amen. Um, I'm going to ask you this question that you woke me up with one morning. What's your favorite bridge? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love suspension bridges. Yes. Also cable stay bridges. Right. But then for music wise, which artist? Mm-hmm. Let's go with Lady Gaga. Ooh. Judas is always one of my favorite bridges. Yes. Like, in the biblical sense, I am beyond repentance, fame hooker, prostitute, wench, vomits her mind. But in the cultural sense, I just speak in future tense. Judas, kiss me if offensed, or wear your condom next time. Untouchable. <laughs> Literally so good. So good. What album have you been listening to a lot lately? Um, well, there's been a bunch. I've been listening to, I mean, Folklore. Yeah. Because that came out recently. Um, I turned Bodhi, my dog, into a Lord stand. So I've been listening to a lot of melodrama also. I also, I mean, a lot of Lady Gaga, all of her work. Um, <laughs> I also get back into like David Bowie, Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Love that album so much. Carol King, Tapestry, incredible. Oh, so good. I li- I mean, like when I listen to music, a lot of the times it's like listening to an album fully through. Yeah. And then there's one that like I hate to say because we don't support Dr. Luke, but Turn Off the Light by Kim Petras. Yes. Because like we love Kim Petras because, especially since she's like a trans icon, right? But like, she still works with him, which is so fucking horrible. But like, I don't know if it's her choosing to, or if it's her record label making her work with him, right? Um, what are your dreams? Um, own an apartment in New York City. Find a man, a doctor, a lawyer, <laughs> a doctor, gentleman. He's single. Um, I don't know. Raise some kids, live in the city. But like, I mean, I also don't know. I mean, as much as I want to stay in the city for the rest of my life, also because like, I know times will probably change, but in the current moment, I don't know if it's like how okay people i'm sure people are going to be okay with it but people are still going to like look at you with three heads when it's like oh you're the kid with two dads like i can't imagine a parent have like a kid having two dads and like being open about it Mm -hmm. it's like my uncles literally waited to get married until like the kids graduated high school wow but also like well one of them was still in high school at the time but like i mean i also think they were engaged and then were just like waiting at the mm-hmm. same time and it was also more of like a time commitment thing because they had more time to plan and stuff when more of the kids were at college right right <laughs> but like i don't know i also just want the house just then i can like garden but i'm sure like 
as things evolve in New York, there's going to be community gardens. I want to, whenever I move into a building, I want to convince, if it's like a co-op, because I'm sure it's going to, I'm sure I'm going to be in a co-op. I can afford a condo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Who knows, maybe I'll marry rich, but like I need to get to the con, I want to get into the co-op board and then convince them to make a community garden on the roof. Because if we have a green roof, I'm sure we're going to get tax breaks also. It's going to lower energy bills. It's also good because it reduces the heat island effect. Yep. Science, For those, baby. Yeah, I literally <laughs> took an entire, like, sustainability class last semester. Oh, I love it. So. I love it. But, like, I can also do that. I also want to do it for, like, the Halloween decorations. But there's this one... I mean, last year when I was home for fall break, my friend Claire and I were walking through the village. I think it was like Bank Street. Mm-hmm. And like the townhouses there and like the apartments there go all out. Like this one person literally had like skeletons sitting on their stoop. Like they had like the spider web. Some person had like an giant inflatable spider on the side of their building. It was wild. It was so cool. So like I aspire to be like that. Can we be neighbors? Yes, please. <laughs> Yes, neighbors please. and raise baby together. Yes, um, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the last text message you received. Let's see. Um, it is one of my friends sending me a video of Sophie and Rebecca reacting to cock destroyer memes. And for those who don't know, Sophie and Rebecca are the cock destroyers. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Oh, look at these lily big kicks. You know what we are? We're fucking cock destroyers, babe. Cock fucking destroyers. <laughs> You've seen the video, right? Yes. Okay, good. Just making oh, sure. God. For those who have not watched it, please go out and watch it. It is incredible. Just do yourself a favor. We love Sophie and Rebecca. Last thing you listen to on Spotify. Ooh, let's see. Um... Nobody's supposed to be here uh, by Deborah Cox, but the Hex Hector remix. (laughs) Uh, Last question. What would you go back and tell freshman year, Justin? Freshman year, high school or college? College. Um, I guess like, don't be so afraid to come out at first because like even though I came out in high school I like came back and went back into the closet for college because I like didn't know how people were going to react because I know there's going to be people from all over the country right so, like not be as afraid of that be more open mm-hmm. um don't give up on engineering so soon because there was that like time when I thought it was when I was struggling a lot and like didn't think it was for me for a little bit um and also just like hang out at RT8 more early on so I could have become friends with you guys earlier. I know. I mean, we did become friends fairly early on, but I'm also just yeah. like, oh, I wish I wish that this was like my core. I mean, you guys were my core group from I'm day like, one, but also, I'm also like, uh, like there were so many times like in the first half of the first semester where I like really needed these people, you know? Oh yeah. Because like, I mean, I knew like Reagan and Nicole because they were always on our floor with Kyle and Emmy. Mm-hmm. And then, like Jared, I met first year, first week, because one of my best friends from sleepaway camp is his best friend from home, 
And like our friend Zach texted me, he was like, wait, you go to Miami, right? I was like, oh yeah, what's up? And he was like, uh, have you met a kid named Jared Dollarbrook yet? I was like, no, not yet. I was like, okay, I'm sending you his number. I'm sending you, him yours. You have to meet, you're going to be best friends. So like I knew Jared from like immediately. Oh my god! We just kind of like clicked immediately because Zach was right. <laughs> like, wait, that's so funny because Jared told the exact same story <laughs> on this episode. I know. I forgot about that. And he's like, "Go to Hillel, meet Justin. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be best friends." <laughs> like Zach literally said, "Like you're gonna be his best friend." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay." And look where we are five years later. Literally, well, like. I wish earlier on I hung out with you guys because as much as I love like that friend group that I had, mm-hmm. it like fell apart. It got messy. Yeah, like I have some friend groups too. Yeah, yeah. But like, I was happy when we all became friends. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. We had a solid group. Still a solid group. Yeah, clearly because like, we're in a pandemic. We're all living like across the country from each other and literally we're still best friends so yeah my god so. director when we were like at the beginning of quarantine we all started playing club penguin oh literally like i got home that night and then we started playing club penguin that night i know I think how am i nostalgic has- for the beginning of the pandemic jesus freaking <laughs> christ like <laughs> when everyone thought it was just gonna be like a couple weeks yeah a couple months i was like oh this will be over by like mid-july yeah uh, like we can celebrate our birthdays at the bars. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Be great. It'll nope. Be great. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, crazy, crazy. But like, well, Justin. Yeah. That's what I would tell. Hang out. Like, don't be afraid. Enjoy engineering and like hang out on RTA more <laughs> early on. Love that. Well, Justin, any last words before um, I kill you? Oh my God. <laughs> I just love Boots. the shock factor. Boots. 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 Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Um, stay safe. Wear a mask. Remember to sleep. Remember to feed yourself. Enjoy like things. Enjoy things that make you happy take mental health stuff like that's all i have to say that's so cute and wholesome enjoy things do what makes you happy well folks it's been swell thank you justin for joining me this is so fun and so chaotic oh (laughs) my god (laughs) i was like how did we get here Uh, this is what happens when you have one person with ADD that didn't take their meds and one person with probably undiagnosed ADD who doesn't have meds at all uh, get on a podcast together. So <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> this is what happens. Y'all wear a mask, stay safe, wash your hands, mm. vote, 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 vote. vote By the time this comes out, we will be probably. Will it be election around election day or after? We'll probably be like, uh, like less than a week away from election day. Please vote. Please, Please. vote. Um, if your state offers uh, you voting early options, vote early. 
If not, um, get plan. to the polls. If the polls close and you are still online, stay online. You have you have a right to vote if you are online by the time the polls close. Um, and also research the candidates even for the local elections before you go. Yes. So you know like yes. what people stand for and everything. Yes. There there are ways to look up who is on your ballot. Um, and I will leave links in the episode info of this episode where you can look that up. I'm making it easy for y'all. Um, so there's no yeah. excuses. No excuses, y'all. No excuses. Vote because our lives depend on it. Literally. Our rights depend on it. Our rights are Literally. on that ballot, y'all. Literally. I mean, and on a brighter note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love yourself. Love your friends. Go watch some Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Go it's laugh. On it's on Hulu. Go laugh. Season Go enjoy one, yourself. if you can't get through it just because of the Vaseline filter, you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch it. Just go to season two. It's fantastic. <laughs> if you... If not, my favorite seasons are four, five, and six, and also All Stars two. But don't watch All Stars two until you've watched everything before, so you know who all the queens are. Watch exactly. in order. Watch in order. It's great. All right, y'all. We're out of here. All right. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Well, I won't be here, but have fun. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> You're Love welcome. you. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye.